Welcome to the Happy Tones Podcast, the podcast that speaks about the good, the bad, the sad, and helps you appreciate the happy times. My name is Joey Kidney, and today we are going to be talking about your 20s, feeling stuck in them, lost in them, and uncertain. This is important to me because my 20s were just filled with questions that I didn't have the answers to. Like, what do I want to do with my life? What career path do I want to go down? Am I happy? Am I content? Do I feel stuck? All of these questions, I, I, I just didn't know. But I'm 27 years old now, and I think I got an idea. So by the end of this episode, my goal is to help you feel less alone with this topic, with these thoughts, and I just hope you know that understanding your emotions is the greatest strength. So let's get started. Like I said, my name is Joey Kidney. Hi, everyone. This is my first podcast of 2024, and I'm excited to talk about this topic. I recently posted a TikTok and I, I, I briefly touched on just being stuck in your 20s, advice for your 20s, and a lot of you resonated with it. And I never really keyed to the fact that people might feel the same as me in my 20s. In my 20s, I felt, I feel like I've said my 20s a lot. In my 20s, I felt like I didn't know where I wanted to go. Even though I had the job that I'm currently doing now, I had that job when I was 16. I started making content when I was 16 years old. And I've been still doing it. And I'm still going to do it. And yet I still feel like maybe I'm doing the wrong thing. I still feel like there's a little bit of imposter syndrome there. And and as, I guess, <laughs> negative as this sounds, it's also something that I want you to understand that it's okay. And I hope that you hear this and you feel some type of connection. Your 20s can feel like the best years of your life, but also the most daunting. Like there's the most room for mistakes. There's also the most room for failure that can alter your life. You can feel like you're onto something while at the same time you're taking a step back. You know, that everyone could be moving forward around you, that you feel so rushed, that you feel like you need to get through life and that you need to find this successful career. And if I just described you, then I think you're listening to the right podcast episode. I think this one's for you, and I think it's going to help. So hi, my name is Joey Kidney. I've, I'm 27 years old, and I've been doing the same job for the last 11 years of my life. And every night before bed, I still wonder, am I doing it right? Am I, am I doing the right thing? Am I helping anybody? In my two journal-style self-help and self-improvement books, What's the Rush and Take Your Time and Hurry Up, which are on sale right now on my website, stayu.ca, I speak on the topics that make me feel well, rushed in life, like making money, like my career, like relationships, you know, that everyone says, oh my gosh, everyone says this one thing. Everyone says that your twenties are for figuring it out, but, um, I'm turning 28 this year. That means I have two more years to figure it out. And then I'm 30 and I'm stuck in this life. I'm sorry. That doesn't sit right with me. So I made this list. I made a list of things that are hopefully going to help you understand that, you know, you're not alone in this, that you're okay, that, well, your 20s aren't for figuring it out. So I'm going to skip number one. I'm going to go to number two. I'll come back to number one later because we kind of already mentioned it. So number two, you're not stuck. Feeling stuck is like the biggest issue that I had when I was in my early 20s. I felt like I, I wasn't doing the right thing. I felt like I was constantly doing the wrong thing, to be honest with you. And I felt like I was going nowhere. And I, I know you might not relate to my life, but say 
say you're working out a lot, say you're going to the gym and you're not seeing any progress, or say you're a student and you're studying and you're feeling like you aren't doing very well, that doesn't mean you're not moving forward. However, I'd like to point out that if you're not working out or if you're not studying, you won't see progress. You will never get the good grades. And that's something that I struggled with at first. You know, when I felt stuck, I felt like, okay, well, I'm stuck. This is it. But that's because I, I failed to try. So I just, I just gave up. And then I expected my life to change. We can't expect our lives to change if we don't change with it. This change is inevitable. <laughs> that's such a hard phrase to say. It's inevitable in our lives. And we have to change with our life as we grow. Because it, let's be honest, we're not stuck, but we also confuse our life that is boring for not being toxic enough to keep it interesting. So just because you're bored in your life doesn't mean that it's not going well and it doesn't mean you're stuck. Okay? There's a lot there's a lot of a difference there and I hope you're able to understand that for you and it's different for each of us so it's hard to explain. This happy times episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? I would use it to try and better understand myself. I find I sometimes get lost in not understanding how I'm feeling to the point where I'm not enjoying my moment. And that's where therapy comes into play. I think it's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries because it empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapist if you find you aren't fitting well at any time for no additional cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash HappyTimes today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash HappyTimes. But oftentimes we feel stuck is because of, well, the next the next step here, the next number three, stop comparing. And oh my God, this is so, this is so much easier said than done. I'm somebody that compares like constantly. I could be sitting there talking to somebody and I think about what I'm going to say to them, but I don't think about the words that I'm going to say. I think about the words that they're going to say back to me, that the, the, the thoughts that are in their head of how they're going to think of me. I'm comparing my, my thoughts to their thoughts. I go, I go comparison on a deep level and comparison just like ruins the joy in our lives. It just strips it. And it introduces us to this little syndrome called imposter. You know, I can make a video relating to me. I can make a video on TikTok or whatever, and I can post it and it gets a million views overnight. And then I wake up and I think that I'm not worthy. I could, I could, I could spend hours on videos and post them and then they do well. And I'm, that's the one thing that I'm really striving for, that I'm going for, that I really hope for. And then I just don't feel good enough. I don't feel like I've, like I've earned it. And it's solely because I removed the joy from myself and I put someone else's expectations in the way. I, I look at people that get more millions of views than me and I'm thinking, okay, that's, they're better than me. I need to be doing better. How can I get better? And improvement isn't negative, but the comparison to others is. We can improve on ourselves, but we cannot improve to others because we will never live up to their expectations. And now moving on to number four, don't ignore money. Listen, if you're in your 20s, 
and student debt is a thing you know your friends are going out a lot they're partying and you feel like you're missing out maybe don't just pay the bill don't just ignore the bill don't just change your life and feel like you're missing out so then you go join them don't do that understand that money is different for everyone i grew up with a family that we really had to watch our money. I, I wasn't underprivileged. I definitely had a lot of privilege. I was able to do the things that I wanted. My family was able to put me in the sports that I wanted to play. But when I compared that to my friends, my friends, they, they lived in mansions and they, they always, they took their paycheck and they went and spent it because they weren't worried about saving their money. And I saved every single penny. But what that did to me was it made me really acknowledge money. And I, I, I have to, I had to work with like, myself to create this more comfortable experience with money because I had a really toxic relationship with it. I was somebody that saved, save, 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 save. And then I, I started making money in my, my early twenties and I felt like, okay, well now I have it. I should just spend it. Like I'm not going to run out of it because I've been saving. So now I can just spend however much I want. But where I lacked knowledge is in the understanding. I, I refused to understand money. I just ignored it and hoped that it was just there and it wouldn't go away because I didn't, I didn't know what I was doing. And you know, money's scary and money's different for everyone, but it runs this world. And I'm not saying that you have to know how to do stocks, but I'm saying know what's in your limits. Know what you have to save and know what you need to spend and understand your own finances instead of like constantly comparing them to other people. Uh, obviously, I, I just started off this story saying that I compared to my friends growing up because that's that's how that I wanted to tell you that because that is how I created my late relationship with money. Right? But I don't mean to understand stocks, okay? <laughs> I don't mean to watch a TikTok and then start go gambling your life away and do like drop shipping businesses, okay? I mean to calculate your monthly budget. Know what's coming in and know what you're spending. Groceries, car, gas, phone, utilities, rent, and those times you go out with your friends and you have one drink. But then that one drink turns into three. And we all know that when you hit three drinks, you just don't do well. And then you just keep going. So that $20 night just turned into $100. That's not good. That's not going to get you anywhere. And you don't even know why. Just make a spreadsheet, right? My accountant, I, I was fortunate enough to be able to hire an accountant. He made a spreadsheet where I can like just input everything in there for budget-wise. And it really, really helps me. It's something so simple. It's something that I do, honestly, every few months. I don't even do it every week or every day. But I just, having that small little knowledge of like, okay, I have this much money. Where's it going? What am I doing with it? How much money am I bringing in? It seems daunting. But when you have a good relationship with money, the world just seems a little bit more calm. Now going on to the next one, number five, exercise. Don't roll your eyes at me. I can feel it through through the friggin' phone or your car if you're listening while driving. I, I, I understand exercise is like a gym bro thing. I'm not saying it in the gym bro way. If you've watched me or listened to me in any sense, you know that I stand and I stick by my hens. If you don't know what hens is, it's something I made up. But it's hydration, exercise, nutrition, and sleep. Okay? If you drink enough water you're going to feel a lot better. If you exercise, you're going to want to drink that water and you're going to feel a lot better. While exercising, you're going to get hungry. Then you then you take that nutrition in. Okay, you're going to be feeling a lot better. And because you've exercised and you ate well and you hydrated, you're not going to be dehydrated when you go to sleep. So hydration, exercise, nutrition, and sleep. Hens. Those are super, super important. And it's not something that... <laughs> 
You can't just put it on the back burner. Your 20s really shape you up for a life that could be forever changing. If you're a girl listening to this and you're thinking about having kids, let's not ignore the fact a lot of people have kids in their 20s or early 30s and putting yourself at a good routine to be able to function with you know, the chaos that is going to come into your life, it puts yourself in a good spot. That's not me trying to be offensive in any way. For me, when I say go exercise, it's going to help with your anxiety. It's going to help with your stress. It's going to help with your, your eating. And there's so many more things to unpack there that maybe you have to talk to your therapist about, or maybe you have to go to a personal trainer or you have to see a nutritionist. I don't know. All I'm saying is exercise does help. And if that was offensive to you, then you're hearing it wrong. The more you move your body that was given to you in a way that makes you happy, it will set you up for a wonderful tomorrow. Now going into six, don't fully invest in anyone else. Okay. (laughs) This doesn't mean not date. This doesn't mean that you shouldn't fall in love. A lot can change in your twenties. A lot can happen saying, this is my life. I know exactly what I want for the next 80 years. That is a lot. That is a lot. And I know this may be selfish, but put yourself first. And putting yourself first, here's why it's not selfish in my eyes. Because if you're putting yourself first and you know what you like and you're figuring yourself out and (laughs) I'm not saying you got to figure yourself out in your 20s, okay? But if you're trying to understand what you like, you're trying new things and instead of putting someone else's thoughts first, you're putting yourself first. What that's going to do for you is that's going to set you up to be the most truthful you. So that when you do fall in love, you're not falling in love being somebody else and somebody else isn't falling in love with you being a fake version of yourself. You're being yourself. You're going to find yourself in more healthy relationships because you know where you stand. You're going to find yourself falling in love and being sure of it because you know that's what you like. This is something that's very valuable and a lot of people don't acknowledge it. Don't fully invest in anyone else but yourself. Trust me, it doesn't mean you can't fall in love. It just means you need to know yourself so that you can fall in love. And lastly, number seven. Okay, this kind of goes back to number one since we kind of briefly talked about it. I listed it number seven because I feel like I've, I've said a lot of things in this podcast. But number seven is really number six and it's number one at the same time, <laughs> which is confusing. Um, remember the quote that I said at the start of this, that everyone else says that your 20s are for figuring it out. I don't believe this shit and neither should you. Your 20s are for trying new things. They're, try, they're, they're for changing. They're for adapting to school, relationships, jobs, and your mental health. Yes. But there's one thing that your 20s are not. Your 20s are not for figuring it out. Your entire life is. If you were to tell me that the way that I thought when I was 20 years old is the way that I need to think for the rest of my life because I figured it all out. Oh my God, I would be so toxic. I would think that all I had to do was make money, go on tour and, you know, listen to rap music. And that's just like what I was doing when I was 20. I wasn't even partying that much, but I just like, I I felt like I, I had the world. I felt like I was invincible because I was 20. I was stupid. I was, I was trying things, but I wasn't figuring it out. 
I was adapting to change in school and relationships and jobs and my mental health. And now I'm on the verge to being 30. Being Well, I'm turning 28. And I don't think the same way that I do when I'm 20. That's why I'm able to make videos for the last 12 years of my life because I've, I've changed. You know, if people are like, how do you make the same video about the same thing? It's like, it's not, it's not the same video. I'm a totally different person. I could have given this advice when I was 22 and it wouldn't be anywhere near what I would say today. I hope this gave you just some understanding of where you land in your life, especially if you're in your 20s. I don't want you to feel rushed. If you do, if you do feel any of these things, I really recommend reading my books, What's the Rush, and Take Your Time and Hurry Up. Take Your Time and Hurry Up is the sequel to What's the Rush, and it, it's about me in my 20s. It's a, it's a, it's a journal-style self-improvement book that I jotted down everything that I felt to every emotion that I faced and every experience that I went through. And so it's made for you to understand that you're not alone, that we're in this together, and that your 20s are not for figuring it out, that your entire life is. So thank you very much for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed it, I would really appreciate a review or just DM me saying, I loved it. It means the world to me. Thank you, and I'll talk to you next time.